Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smart Kilas Filipinos Podcast. You were listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast, and I got that right, so in fuck you, take. Stan. one take. Fuck in you, one Stan. take. I was thinking about it real hard. This is the Smart Keyless Filipinas podcast. I'm Ro, I'm Kamos, and right across us, without any of the corny nicknames, is Anthony. Corny Hashtag nicknames. Anthony for podcast. Finally. Corny, corny nicknames. What do you mean by that? Uh, you know, you know, I'm Ravishing Romer and he's Rowdy. Oh, right, Kamos. Right, right. Okay. He, you know, Sunny Stan. See, what do you, you want one? What? No, I do not want one. Thank you very much. All right. Be amazing. All right. Anthony. Adorable Anthony. We will not give you a nickname. <laughs> amazing. Okay. Adorable. Auspicious. 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 The architect. The architect. That's not bad. Alliteration. So for those of you who haven't heard about our guest, he's a longtime friend of the podcast. Mm -hmm. And he's been campaigning. He's been campaigning again on the podcast for quite a while now. Uh Quotation marks. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. So uh, it's been a wild week in wrestling. It's been you a wild week in general. Where, where do you want to start? Happy Holy Week, everyone. If, if well, you're listening. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, I will. You're listening to this during Holy Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I will say it's Happy Holy Week. I will greet you a Happy Holy Week because uh, for for a lot of you guys, it's a vacation for work and school. So, for most of you. Yes. So I don't care what you're doing. If you're devoting your time to God or whatever. Or just taking a break. Taking a I break. Going out of town. Taking a resting from a tonsillectomy. Uh, have fun. Yeah. Have fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Send your well wishes to Stan at underscore Stan C. Because he has tonsillitis. No, no, no. He doesn't have tonsils anymore. He had tonsillitis. He had a tonsillectomy. Yeah. He, yeah, he so is now, now. He's now a pair of tonsils less. <laughs> I guess it makes him else. less of a man. No. <laughs> God damn. Literally less of a man because he's not missing a, a couple of body parts. <laughs> he's literally missing some parts of flesh. Yes. Get better soon, Stan. <laughs> Less yeah, than a pound well, of man. <laughs> yeah, get well. Uh, he will not be here next week as well. Yep. Mm. What really? are we going to do? Oh, yeah. How long does it take? I don't know, but he said he's not going to be here next week. Okay. So, Holy yeah. stress. Uh, what do you want to warm up with? you want to talk about United, <laughs> United Airlines? Yeah, let's talk about United Airlines. Ah, God oh damn God. it. For those of you who don't have the internet or are just who not don't aware. Who the news. United Airlines stock price is dropping after an incident wherein an overbooked flight led them to forcibly remove an Asian doctor. A doctor, yes. A fucking Asian doctor. How racist can it get? No, it's worse because, you know, they, they forci- forcibly is kind of understating it because they, they pretty much... They beat the guy. Physically dragged him. The the closest thing to that is how Braun Strowman beat up Roman Reigns <laughs> and Raw yesterday. And yet, Braun Strowman is more forgivable. Yes. 
Yes. Just Get better soon, ambulance. Pray for the ambulance, guys. Pray for the ambulance. Fucking ambulance. Fucking tip the ambulance over. He's a strong guy. Yeah, I know. I was expecting it was going to fail at some point. Because if I don't, you know. Let's, let's talk about it real quick now. Because <laughs> we're already here. So Segway. Ron Strowman, everybody. Yeah. Feats uh, of strength that are Mark Henry. I thought, it, I thought he wasn't going to do it. I thought he, was, he wasn't going to be able to do it. Because finally, he was training for a while. And yeah. then it wasn't budging at all. But he, he, it was weird to me that he locked in Reigns inside the ambulance and then cl- went out <laughs> and closed all the doors. <laughs> Mad- camera magic, everyone. And then flips him over. The fucking flips the, the fucking ambulance over. I was shocked when he flipped him over. I was really I was like, oh shit, that actually happened. Did you expect that? I, I thought it was no. <laughs> I did not expect it. I thought it was going to end at the, the Kurt Angling of, of Roman Reigns. <laughs> Kurt Angling. So oh, you, if you remember, guys, remember the last time Kurt Angle was a GM. <laughs> the reason why he, he ended up, you know, he ended up being in a, in a wheelchair is because Big Show choke slammed him off a ledge. In kayfabe. So yeah, uh, we got more ledge in it. More ledge pushing. So <laughs> and much. That, was, that was insane. <sighs> by the way. So anyway, Superstar Shake Up. Uh, let's talk about it real quick since we're already talking about Raw. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, the biggest moves were, were the two mid-card championships. The, the two mid-card champions. Switching places. Yeah. Uh, they, they, Raw got Dean Ambrose, but SmackDown was actually smart enough to, to get... Kevin the, Owens. No, the, no, the champion. No, no. The not, championship. Not, yeah. the, the, champion, champion. the championship. That's the championship right. and whoever walks out of the yeah, exactly. with that championship. I thought, I thought it was a really great wrinkle yeah. to end up because it's so lazy. Now. Okay. Uh, no, no, it, it was lucky in Raw's favor. Nah, there was no SmackDown pay per view until I don't know next month, right? So uh, it's easy for them to pick Dean Ambrose and get the Intercontinental Championship right then and there. So for SmackDown to make sure that the, cha- the championship is coming yeah, with them, they had at least one uh, of the championships. That was a good move. Uh, for me, it was one of the very first things that actually made sense in the whole in the whole this superstar week. shakeup yeah. thing. Like, okay. This is good. That's a good move. Yeah, let's talk even about if it's Jericho, even if it's Owens. You have a belt. Good job, you have a belt. Brian. No, but I'm really sorely disappointed in how, how the Superstar Shakeup was conducted. <laughs> but what, no, so, because, uh, what? It's limited to social media, social media announcements, and then... And the, and the surprise, no, the, sur- the surprise show up. Uh-oh. That's true. Not uh, everyone was announced in, in social media. Yeah. I was hoping there was some sort of structure to it, at uh. least, you know? Even if it's just a simple, okay, here's the GM, mm. here are my picks, here's who we're leaving, here's who we're uh, taking from the other uh. man. But, you know, it's just a bunch of guys showing up to the show. They announce, hey guys, surprise. Yeah, yeah. It's my show now. To be fair though, Shane McMahon uh, did some of that. Shane actually did that. Yeah, but it, that was one time with the women. But all the same, yeah, Anthony has a point. Uh, everyone kept showing up out of nowhere. And then, of course, on Raw you get a lot of questions that were unnecessary if you just wrote it properly. If, if you guys are... Uh, with Dean showing up in the middle, at the start of the show, right, without anyone ever saying, oh, this is what SmackDown gets when they got Dean Ambrose, not even mentioning once in the entire Raw uh, broadcast, na, oh, they were actually trying to get the United States champion over to SmackDown. It's there was weird. no tension. Yeah, no, no. no there was some tension because you people were wondering now, okay, who is actually going to be left on SmackDown tomorrow night? Yeah. Right? At the end yes. of Raw. At the end of Raw. Yeah. By the end of Raw. The end there of were Raw. so many people gone from SmackDown that at one point I thought it was just John Cena and Randy Orton <laughs> as the top card. I was like, wow, we're back to what? 2005? Within them by the end of Raw. 
Within the end of the row, you can also say, oh, AJ Styles is also yes, so still, still on SmackDown. And oh. the moment he came out on the opening segment of SmackDown, I was like, you know, yes. Okay, thank he's God. Safe, he's safe. AJ, AJ is back. AJ is still there in SmackDown. Yeah, no, to me, no, man, if, he, if he didn't show up on Raw, if not, if he and Nakamura did not show up on Raw, for sure, without any SmackDown. Apparently, I mean, Raw can only make moves on Raw. SmackDown Smackdown can only make, make moves, moves on, on SmackDown. SmackDown. Logic. Another weird part of the Superstar Shakeup. But at least there's no consolation round. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Except for the announcers. Which I, wish the, I wish 205 Live got a pick. Oni. Well, no, no. Oni was not a pick. No. He wasn't actually a pick. He's a, he just showed up on he's the last show. The job, yeah. 205 Live. No, not even. He was like, oh, everyone's in Orlando. Because, you know, because uh, Access, NXT. So, might as well book him on 205 Live. Okay, here's one thing I wanted to ask you guys. With all the moves SmackDown had this morning, who do you think has the most to gain? Let's, let's run down the moon. Let's run down all the moves first. Uh, there is a list, I believe, on the article I wrote for Smart Henry. Yes. <laughs> we have it open right now. Right. So from the top, let's go top to bottom. So okay. the biggest, the biggest uh, steal uh, Raw got Bray Wyatt, Dean Ambrose, The Miz, and Maurice. SmackDown got Rusev, Kevin Lana. Owens, Sami Zayn, and Lana. Zane. So that's the top. The, the, oh, Charlotte, Charlotte. No, no, no. So yeah, from the women, yeah. from, to the from women, the women, Raw got Alexa Bliss and, and Mickey James. James. And then Smack- SmackDown got Charlotte and signed and Tamina. They got Tamina back. She didn't come from Raw. Yeah, she was a free agent. And well, Lana, Lana as well. Sort of. That was tag teams. Uh, Raw got Heath Slater and Rhino, while SmackDown got the Shining Stars and the New Day. And the New Day. As for the jobbers, um, well, not jobbers, lower well, mid card lower guys. <laughs> uh, Raw got Apollo Cruz, mm-hmm. uh, who was the first guy announced. Yes. Yeah, yeah, before the show started. Before right? even yeah. the, before the show even started. Free show. Kalisto went to Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. And the SmackDown in return got Jinder Mahal and Sin did you get anyone else? Yeah, and the commentary they commentary switched oh, Byron yeah, Saxon and then Byron Saxon and David Saxon switch the yeah. guys. Okay, so who stands the most to gain here? Actually, Sami Zayn. Sami fucking Zayn. Don't That's tell true. me otherwise. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's We've a clear been... path to the WWE Championship if it ever comes to that or whatever the United States Championship. That works too. Mm-hmm. Uh, since the pool is shallower on SmackDown, uh, there's not much you know, it's not much going on at the top. Especially the, they re- they actually remolded the whole thing. Uh, there's a new SmackDown 6, if you will. Yes. So, yeah, we have Sami Zayn, mm. Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler, AJ, yeah, Nakamura, Kevin Nakamura, Owens, Kevin Owens. Yeah, that's five. One more. Baron Corbin. Corbin. Baron Corbin, yes. Uh, if you're going to count Cena, you can count Cena as yeah, sometimes. Yeah, that's like yeah, a, sol- it's a solid, it's a solid eight. eight, core, eight guys. guys. Yeah. So, you think about the combinations. No, actually, Raw was... Sorry, sorry. No, go, go. Raw was... Yeah. <laughs> Raw was pretty generous. In its in its offers, if yes. you will, actually too generous, mostly because it's really top heavy. Yes, it's overloaded at the mid card above. So it's actually really interesting, amazing that they were able to offload a lot of guys and you know Not give as much and give SmackDown an entire core yeah. to build yeah. around. For the most part, the guys who left Raw, I felt, were the guys who weren't being maximized uh, on SmackDown. Sami yeah, Zane. like guys like Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn. Rusev. On SmackDown, they're going to have the time. They're going to have the storylines uh, to sure. hopefully flourish. And then in return, SmackDown gave the guys who were on fire, mm. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They gave away Miz, uh. who was probably the guy 
who shown the most mm. in the couple, uh, last yeah. couple of months. Huh? Yeah. But never mind. I, I can live with. He's the revelation. He's the Dean revelation. is also wa- treading water, so I don't mind him leaving That's as well. Uh, maybe a, a, a fresh change of scenery. And it actually leaves the entire shield uh, on Raw. So it opens up that door, if ever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, the women... Uh, Raw, the Raw women's division really needed a lot of help. So I understand both Alexa and Nikki going away. But that was a huge blow to SmackDown, even though there were a lot of uh, decent women holding on the division over there in the blue brand. But still, it, they're going to be missed yeah. a lot. And it, because if you, if you think of it as a two-for-one, that you get... You get veteran Mickey James mm. and yeah. very excellent hand Alexa, Alexa Bliss, Bliss for for the Queen, the Queen, the Queen Charlotte Flair oh, and, and Tamina, Tamina. They're they're Nia Jax. Oh, oh, no, I but you know, value. Do we do does SmackDown have value in return? Maybe, but it's. It's going to be a while before we see if the Charlotte trade pans out. That's true. At the very least, you can look forward to, I don't know, probably Naomi versus Charlotte. And then Becky Lynch. for the title again. Versus Charlotte. Works. works. She's the biggest name. The tag team trades are actually the most interesting to me because Raw didn't need to trade any tag teams. That that much is clear. They didn't need to get any other teams because they're, at this point, after WrestleMania... Their, yeah, yeah, they, they had, had a lot. Stacked. Yeah, their tag team division is way stacked, so they can give up on uh, the shining stars, which probably could use a, a breath of fresh air over at SmackDown. Uh, they needed a new jobber team in Heath Slater and Rhino for sure. And but the new day, the new day is uh, no, has run through everyone in the SmackDown and the Raw the tag Raw team roster. division, so it's fine. That's fine. Uh, and SmackDown needs a, a premier tag team to anchor its own division because yeah. the Usos and American Alpha were not. They're not ready to well, run not the show. not just because they're not ready, but also because SmackDown didn't give them enough time to be ready anyway. Mm, that's, that's correct. That's, that's correct. correct. So, so it's funny to me that all the, all Raw needed was in a was was Heath Slater and Rhino, and at <laughs> SmackDown they didn't even think to get I don't know the club. Yeah, that's right? what I was gonna say. In the biggest non moves, mm. I think yeah, yeah, we so have talk to, about non moves. We have to talk about non moves. So. The AJ Styles not moving to Raw is a great non-move. Yes, very good, very good. Very good. But the club not moving over to SmackDown is... It's okay with me, I guess. It's one of those, it's one it's, of those moves that looks great on uh, paper. Yeah. Could have been great. Could have been great, but... Uh, okay, though. Um, yeah, I, I, th- I also believe that they need a, a new environment, but... Eh, I don't know. I think they have legs with the Hardy Boys. I don't know. Well, okay. That's true. Uh, what other any, non-moves? Any other non-moves? You want it to any happen. Any other non-moves? You guys want Roman to go SmackDown? No. No. No, 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 no. no. Seth not moving to SmackDown. I have to admit, I was actually expecting him uh, to, move, me too. to move to SmackDown. True. But the way they explain it on Raw makes sense to me. That's true. Yeah, it, it, it builds up a good case for him as a strong baby face. Nah, finally, uh, maybe even... Uh, you know, coming up as an underdog. But as, talk about. I want to talk about Roman real quick. Um, I know you guys don't like him. Nobody no, really nobody, likes him at this point. I, I wouldn't say I don't like him. Uh, uh, I, don't. I would say I'm probably neutral on okay. other names. Yeah, me too. So I don't. It's not that he's a good guy to me or a bad guy. Oh, he's the guy. He's the guy. guy. No, not. Did you, did you set that up? <laughs> yes, I did. Good job, uh, sir. He's all right with just uh, right. Roman Reigns is that guy I can respect, oh, but not okay. necessarily like. Yeah, that's a problem. And I think that if he ever went over to SmackDown, they, he, they would have much more creative freedom for 
you know, for them to finally do what needs to be done with Roman. Because if you keep, you know, bringing, if you keep him on Raw, uh, it's still, you know, the Red Show is still the, the brand that makes questionable decisions, for sure. True, true. So true. It, it's not helping his case at all. I would have, I would have loved to see him, uh, maybe finally turn heel, or maybe even you know, be even a bigger shade of gray, on, on SmackDown. Shade of gray. Yeah. Oh, must have been that Sammy moved because he, that was the one move that needed to yeah, happen. Yeah, that was great. And, and no, I'm also happy that Rusev moved. And uh, that was that's another one that you know you knew he's on the injured list, but booting na lang. Yeah. Yeah. But what I was surprised was. In the biggest non-move is that we could have had top title steals. No. Did not happen. Ah. No, I would not want did Brock not on yeah. SmackDown. Did not happen. But justifiably so. That they didn't switch. Yeah. Because it's it's one of those tropes that you expect that you, we've seen coming through all of these drafts and switches that they've done. No, not really. I was not expecting the champion, the the the, the, the world cha- no the world championship. I don't know about, we're talking about the mid cards. No, I'm talking, no, the mid cards. The, the switch in the mid cards is fine, oh, but yeah. the world championships. No, I was not expecting a world championship Same. switch. Hmm. The, the the universal championship is red for a reason. <laughs> it would be weird to see that on SmackDown yeah. for one. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, what about moves that? You didn't want to see. I, I mean, did not want David Otunga. I don't like Otunga on Raw. Then again, I don't want thing. him on SmackDown. We just either. don't like him. So, but we don't like him as much as we dislike JBL. Oh, God. that's true. JBL. Yeah. Do we? Do we want to start? With JBL that? should have been moved to the unemployment list. <laughs> God damn it! Oh God. Where do we want to? Where do, do we want to begin? Do you even want to talk about JBL? No, 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 no. We no. already talked about JBL a lot. So never mind. Um, okay. Well, the good thing is, I don't know, let's talk about it real quick. The good thing is people were, were chanting Fire Bradshaw a lot on, <laughs> on this on, on today's episode of SmackDown. So Which that's is good. good. Be uh, vocal. Yeah, people keep, people keep chanting this wherever SmackDown goes. They'll finally probably listen and do something about it. Yeah, I was, I was smiling when I heard the people say Fire Bradshaw, Fire JBL, and seeing all those Mauro signs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Supporting Mauro Ronaldo. Yeah. Okay, uh, it's that's going to be heard. It's, it's an A. If if WWE doesn't want, doesn't want to be United Airlines, they're gonna do the right thing <laughs> and fire JBL. But their stock price isn't gonna drop that much. I mean, they no uh, no. If if this if, if this, this gets out, if this gets out, it already is out. If this becomes a bigger issue, and yes, it, should, it should, the stock might go down. Okay, hit him where it hurts, guys. All right, uh, that's it for the superstar shakeup. I think we're all in agreement. The SmackDown won the better, won the whole thing. By actually getting a new dependable core of wrestlers, Sammy and KO. I'm All looking forward to SmackDown again. Yes, I oh. mean I'm gonna miss the guys. I'm gonna miss Miz. I'm, gonna no, miss, I'm not gonna miss Miz that much. It's I'm gonna okay. miss Dean Ambrose. But yeah. Sammy Zayn, Kevin Sammy, Owens. Sammy All is right, on the right show goes. in the right environment with the right potential mentor in Daniel Bryan. There, just just the matchups with Sammy. Makes me happy. Sammy Mac, Sammy AJ. Oh, yeah. Which we already got a taste of. Sammy Corbin could be great. Sammy Corbin I think might all great. To go back to Ring of Honor. It's like AJ. He's like a young AJ. He is a very young AJ Styles in the right environment with some of the best talent surrounding him. The Smackdown, gonna be, Smackdown 2017 is going to be lit. It is going to be lit. Thank right. you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, thank you, Jesus. Thank, thank you, you, Daniel Bryan. Thank you, wrestling god that is not JBL. <laughs> 
You're right. Anyway, uh, all right. That's it for WWE this year. This no, week. No, no, no. TJ Perkins. Oh, fine, fine. TJ Perkins. Oh, no, finally finally turned heel. Thank you. Finally. People were. Oh, no, people were. How many so, weeks was this? How many weeks was this? Uh, probably three weeks in the I mean, making. Um, there were some seeds planted because in the last time. Um, the cruiserweights were on before. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. When when they crowned a new number one contender in in Austin Aries like four weeks ago, I think they. Yeah. Uh, well, well, there was a little sequence with you know with with Austin Aries and and the Brian Kendrick, so that those were the seeds that were planted, and then I'm finally glad it finally pushed through because a lot of people at this point hate T.J. Perkins. Like I'm talking about non-Filipino. Yeah, because Filipinos will always stand support him. Will always stand T.J. No problem. I mean, it, it's a given at this point because he is our hope. There's no questioning that at all. He's a boy. But of course, without those, without those, you know, sun and stars and stripe, uh, sun and stars colored glasses, um, we can actually see that T.J. Perkins is is somewhat uncomfortable in his previous face role. You know, you, you know what I'm talking about. Actually. You know, one of the things that I've seen people say very often uh-huh. is that T.J. just has this, I mean, natural swagger to it. Yeah, it, it fits so weird. When he's going out there all smiley and all face-like, yeah. that natural swagger is appropriate or at least suitable for a cocky guy. And it looks like, at the very least, we're going to see that moving forward. Yeah, we, know, we already have seen it. Uh, I've already seen it on Bits 205 Live. His very first uh, interview, his backstage interview in this week's 205 Live, is actually the first time I've ever seen him really comfortable on the microphone. Now, he's like, not jittery. He's not jittery. No words, he's no not. Words. He's not trying to come across as something he's not. He's not doing rehearsed lines. He's not doing rehearsed lines. He even mocked Jack Gallagher's accent. Love it. <laughs> uh, it. I think it's finally a character that he can get behind, and maybe I think uh, he should have been that the entire time, in in the Cruiserweight Classic. Like even no, even just like right after the Cruiserweight Classic when yeah. they started going into the two hundred five live yeah. and. Cruiserweights on Raw. If he was this guy, maybe the rest of the world would have gotten behind him a bit more. That's true. That's true. Because if you think about it, merch-wise, he's one of the few cruiserweights who actually has his own shirt. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of those it's small ugly, things. It's, it's ugly, bad. but it's something. At least he has a shirt. It's something. It's it's an additional revenue stream for him, and that was something that was afforded to him because they knew DJ Perkins is money. Giving him that, giving him that inch. And then taking it a little further, say when he rebrands, I don't know, man. I I, I like the I like his chances. I How like many cruiserweights have a shirt? Now that I think about Austin it, Austin Aries technically has a shirt. Yeah, yeah. Neville, Neville has a shirt. Neville has shirts. That's TJP. About it. TJ. Yeah, that's about it. And that's Does Jack have a shirt? Huh? No. Jack doesn't have no, a shirt. No. He doesn't have one, right? Basically, everyone who was part of the roster except for TJ before Two Hundred Five Live, like Neville and Austin Aries, have T-shirts. They had NXT shirts. Yeah. No, well, no, I mean, Aries had NXT shirts. But yeah, that's where it ends. Okay. So if you think about it, it's not so bad. It's not so bad that they saw the potential in him to do something like that. No, actually, it's not. Side. I'm just really happy that they actually did salvage his character. Because I think it, there was a point in the past couple of weeks that I, I was sure that they actually had forgotten about him. The same way they'd forgotten about Jack Gallagher, Rich Swan. Rich Swan. Swan. To some extent, Brian Kendrick, but you know, he's busy. No, yeah, I know he's busy yeah, with Tazawa at the moment. But you know, uh, he he was for a moment there. Uh, looked like he looked like he was going to be left behind, and now lost in the shuffle. 
I'm glad that that isn't the case. They were actually, they were actually just building up to a, a heel turn here. It wasn't the most visible of builds, but I'm glad that they're actually pulling it off now. Yeah, that's great. Finally. So, yeah. In terms of in terms of what the trajectory for TJP is, how long till he's champion again? Right uh, now, I see him say, inserting himself between Neville and Ares. If not immediately, probably the next. No, Ares has to win first before he gets a oh, shot. Oh, okay, really? So yeah, because he's actually aligned with Neville right now. Yeah. Um, it's like he's like Neville's new friend. <laughs> friend. <laughs> After turning heel. Friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, it's actually funny. It's actually funny when you think about it. The the whole heel turn came about by Neville pointing out how much of a loser he became after the after 205 Live mm-hmm. and then he's oh shit I am a loser right? and then snap turns heel right so yeah uh, Austin Aries is gonna have to win first maybe at payback for sure um, so Aries wins at payback and then DJ inserts himself yeah. Yeah. it's also a good thing that he inserted himself in this picture not necessarily for the championship of God but uh, you can only take so much of Neville and Iris going at it with each other. So it's yeah. good that they have a third player. They have a buffer. Yeah. yeah. They have a buffer. All right. So that's enough for WWE this week. Let's talk about Japan stuff because Stan's yeah. not here. <laughs> yeah. No, because Anthony, as you know, as an avid listener of this podcast and as a good friend of ours, Stan doesn't watch as much Japan as we do. Now smart about it. You, you know, from time to time I ask Stan, oh, did you watch... Sakura Genesis did you watch Wrestle Kingdom? I was like no I'm gonna get it I was like what I need to talk to someone about it this is it I can yes. finally talk about it anyway hashtag free it, Anthony <laughs> sorry Anthony about is it, free Anthony, anyway about yes about we had Sakura Genesis over the weekend sweet baby Jesus I think we'll only talk about the main event one because so that's yeah. the most important part here okay. okay let's start with the main event Katsuyori Shibata your boy my boy versus the Rainmaker Okada in a match that could have... Is fucking bullshit. <laughs> the result is fucking bullshit. I will give it that. The result is bullshit. But the thing is, the way that they're building up Okada now it's as a stupid. world leader is so stupid. Hashtag Okada wins. It, it's lol Okada wins again. Now, if you got tired of John Cena winning every single time before, this is the exact same thing that they're doing with Okada. He has beaten... Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. No, actually, let's go. Let's go back even further. Marafuji. Marafuji. Mm. Okay. Marafuji in what was great, but why? And then, okay, Marafuji, Kenny, um, Minoru Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. Holy fucking shit! And then Naito. 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 He's beat. No, he beat Naito for the championship. That was the first. That was before that, but that kicked off. That, the that kicked off. Man. That kicked off the ring. Beating Naito. Oh yeah. Kicked yeah. Off the ring. Right, right, I forgot. So, Naito, okay, let's include that. Naito, Naito taking, yeah. Taking Naito. Naito's Thunder. Yeah. And Where is then, Naito's Thunder now? He's on, he's icy. Yeah, I know, but still. I, just, I understand that the icy is a, a bigger a bit, championship. There's a bit, there's a bit of um, thing with Juice Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Pinning we'll talk Naito. talk about after. Pinning Naito. Because L.I.J. LOL. Mm. But the thing is, I thought that Shibata was going to be that guy. The yeah. story arc was so beautifully scripted. Not just that. It was the, set up. The, the set entire up. match was a set up for Shibata, Shibata to, to win. win. It was so good. I'm going to die. No, yeah. Nobody was... Nobody since... Uh, who? Nakamura. Um, not since Tanahashi. 
had anyone made been made to look so good against Okada and still fucking lose. Kenny. Yeah, and Kenny, Kenny fine. Yeah. No, but okay. Ken, not even Kenny, you know, was the guy who, you know, who, who ate all the Rainmakers and still, exactly. uh, was, still, still was still kept standing. standing. Like, didn't, okay. didn't take any that of Okada's spot, bullshit. That spot where Okada hits the Rainmaker and Shibata's just like, takes it, doesn't fall, is a thing of beauty. And it's bullshit that he lost. And it's such <laughs> and bullshit a surprise. That he lost. Okada surprise, wins. Surprise, Okada wins. But, Fale. Bad luck Fale. Him out. Yeah. Which, is, which is one of the bigger, lol, okay, so we're getting this. We've had that before. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, but why Fale? Right? Why? No, because Fale's runner up to New Japan Cup. Still, nobody wants Fale. <laughs> nobody wants Fale. But now, now my problem is because, uh, back to the issue at hand. Yeah, yeah, back to the issue at hand. It's like, it's seen all over again. It's seen a Cena looking. Yeah, yeah, it's Cena's not booking because Cena used to take all this bullshit from his contenders and then, you know, props up and hits an attitude adjustment Five and wins. Them. And that's why people hate him. That's why I hate Okada now. Because Inya, as mentioned earlier, as mentioned just now, Shibata, I don't know who made, whose orders it was. If it was, if it was the booker's idea or Shibata's idea now, to take all of Okada's bullshit and be the guy who remains standing after taking all the nice moves. Because, my God, it who, looks so who bad. Who literally lays his body on the line to try and beat Okada. And still comes up short at the end. Yeah. Because this is running. Re- this is a repetitive theme at this yeah. point. And did you hear how people cheered for Shibata because before Shibata, the match? People Shibata were ready is, for the Shibata oh, moment. I was ready for the Shibata yeah, same. moment. I have long been ready for the Shibata <laughs> moment. <laughs> because the thing is, at this point, for those of you who do follow New Japan, you know that Shibata's arc is so good. It is the redemption story of all redemption stories right now. And to get to this pinnacle at a really good, really good Big Four style pay-per-view show at Sumo Hall to do it there. Diba? Ang ganda pakinggan eh. And you take it away from him. You take it away from us who don't want to see Okada win. I think it's not just that, even. It's not just a matter of Shibata needing to win. I think it's a time that people are ready for someone... Someone new. Someone new. Because if, if this didn't happen, uh, I mean... If this if, happened... No, no, no. If Omega happened, we yes. wouldn't even have this. We and that's fine this with people. Because people want Omega to win as well. Yes. It's, it's actually... I was going to say, if Fale, if Fale loses and then it's a Bullet Club implosion... And Kenny reinserts himself. That's a great way to set it up, actually. <laughs> but the thing is, at this point... People were ready. We were so ready for this. It's one of those, ang ganda ng moment, pero putang inabigay mo. It's Sasha Banks. It's Sasha Banks WrestleMania play button all over again. She wasn't there at play button. What was... Star. 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 No, what was, what was the one when she was with Snoop Dogg? Star. 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 Last year. Star. There you go. Ganda rin ang moment na yan eh. You took it away from us. It well, feels like that. But this one was more perfect than that one. So, well, New Japan, sorry about that. But thanks for giving us Juice beating Naito. Yeah. That was nice. That was a pleasant surprise. You know, it's nice to see Juice Robinson, a.k.a. CJ Parker, the guy who was beaten up on NXT, 
actually yeah. do something meaningful he's in New doing, Japan. He's doing good things, and it was the slow burn of all slow burns that That's I true. enjoyed. Speaking of NXT, uh, I'm actually watching old NXT from, from 2012. Yo. So this is a time when, this is their generation right now. The, the main eventers you see now were just starting out on NXT back then. And that was so, five years ago. Yeah, five years ago. Wow. Five years ago, Juice was still in NXT jobbing to guys like you know, Corey Graves. Corey, Corey Graves, Graves, who wow. is now an announcer because he was he had to retire yeah. after concussions. Concussions, man. Right, and then, you know, it's funny to watch them. If you if you have the network, go and watch uh, NXT from 2012. It's it's Isn't not it? it's a super raw product, but it's nice to see where everyone you see now come Came from. from. Yeah. yeah, especially the Wyatts. The Wyatts yeah. are fun to watch. Yeah, 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 the Wyatts are fun to if watch. If you've never seen the Wyatts. On NXT, please do, do yourself a favor. Watch it because it's gold. They were gold before they debuted with the mm. buzzers. No, no, actually, I actually miss the whole the um, the, way, the 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 NXT from before. Yeah, uh, had white had white vignettes from the get go. Yes. yes, yes, yeah, and it was so good to see where it all started, and and so refreshing to see them all over again after seeing what they are now. And it's so different. I just wish it they would go so back different. to that. Well, someday. Um, last thing on Sakura Genesis is the the incredibly quick match between Hiromu and, and Kushida. Kushida, which surprised me. I was actually expecting something longer. I was expecting at least 10 minutes, but then this thing went bang, 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 finisher, 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 boom, boom. You know why? Because fuck it, the fucking main event went 38 minutes. True. Ah, okay. <laughs> True, but they needed the to cut is, time. Somewhere. I was I, when I saw it, I was just like, "Wow, shit! You're giving Kushida this." Yeah. But then, but then, Ricochet, King Ricochet, Ricochet. King Ricochet. I, I, I don't get. I'm not so that used to King, King Ricochet. Ricochet. King of it. Huh? He, eventually, there was one point he started wearing the crown. Ah, because yeah. he's like the best, yeah, he's high the best high flyer in the world. Yeah. But still, Ricochet. Ricochet challenging Hiromu for this is gonna be gold. I am very excited for I that. I am I'm so excited for this. More than Hiromu Kushida, more than any of the recent no, because, junior matches. Because Hiromu, Hiromu Kushida has run its course. That's I true. will give it that. I will give that. It's been so long. Yeah. That's been like what? Since December? Almost. Jesus. Yeah. Probably. Almost. Since Almost the start December. of the new like, year. No, no, no. Like right leading into Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. And then now that it's Essentially reached its conclusion. Yeah, are there other? Are there no other super juniors here? Junior heavyweights here? Uh, Osprey. Osprey. Yeah, Osprey. 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 Because it was really Osprey Ricochet. Um, yeah, dead silence. I, I really don't want to see anyone else. Huh? That's weird. Because because Kenny moved up. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And yeah. and like. Who and the, the other guys are in the tag team. Yeah, the, the other guys are in tag teams now. Yeah, and then I'll device. say, Ju- um, juniors. Zach Juice. Sabers technically a junior. a junior. Is he? Technically, no. But he did never. He did the yeah. never yeah, 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 weight yeah. against Goto, which was decent, decent match. Ah, I have to see that. You should see that. It's pretty good. It's in the same show, right? Same show. Yeah. Same ah, show. this should be interesting. Yes. So I, uh, I skipped to the main event because you know everyone was talking about the main event. Meltzer said it was better than than Wrestling Kingdom. Yeah, Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom. Kingdom. So but, was that a seven stars? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't, at this I don't point, think, I don't think it was. It wasn't. He said it was better. So I don't. I don't. Uh, I yeah. I, it same. wasn't. I don't think it was as good. But it was it's really, really good. good for it's what really it was. good. It was really good, but it was frustrating to me. 
<laughs> yeah, no, that's why. If they give it, if they give it to Shibata, that's a six star. Yeah, that's okay, a six star celebration. It. But the they fact that yeah, actually that's true. That's true. Because I mean, if they give it to Mega, that would be seven stars. Yes, actually, yes. <laughs> there is no because the thing is, you have the fact that the finish doesn't go the way that. People it's wanted to go. to go, yeah. Yes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Listen to us, internet. Oh, can we talk about real quick the 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 subdural hematoma, the of alleged, the alleged. Uh, <laughs> for those who don't know, the hematoma is an internal bleeding in the head. So that was the official story coming out after the match. That that Shibata had to be rushed to the hospital. He apparently collapsed. But to me, before he, before I even heard that it was all a work, and okay, that's the news here. That's that it the was news a work. Here. Yes. According to Meltzer, it was a work. To me, it was that if it did happen that way, how come he didn't collapse earlier? Oh, man. To me. It's or of, he didn't bleed out. Yeah. Yeah, because... So, so at what point did it actually happen? Yeah. Were, it I had assume, to be the headbutt. Yeah, it had to be the headbutt, yeah. the one that drew blood. From Shibata, not yeah, Okada. Not Okada. So if that was the point, and that was only like the last time, right? Yes. Yeah. That was the last time he did a head buzz. And that was the point where he developed internal bleeding in his head. Shouldn't he have, you know, collapsed? Let he, he shouldn't he should have made to the made it to the finish. He should have at least been knocked out at some point. Yeah, they were. Yes, yes. We should have seen something wrong. Yes, yes. In Shibata yes. at the very but least. Nothing but nothing seemed wrong. Can a doctor <laughs> Can a doctor verify this? Do Please. we have doctors listening to the podcast? Yes, I know. I know. I know a doctor who is an uh, who is a wrestling fan. So yeah. that's, 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 that, that's at them after this <laughs> after this episode comes out. That's gonna be interesting. <laughs> All right, that's enough for Japan. Let's head to Manila. Yeah, we wrestling. brought Anthony here because uh, for one thing, he was the only other guy other than MDJ to see the show. Yeah, hi MDJ. I don't know why we didn't get him, but. Uh, uh, Anthony wanted to be on the podcast, so might as well bring him in the right time, which is after Manila Wrestling Federation finally held their very first event back in the old stomping grounds of Makati Cinema Square. Jesus fucking Christ. It wasn't, for one thing, it was not as hot as I was expecting. That's good. That's good. Maybe because there were not that, not much. that much people. Maybe, yeah. yes, yes. Maybe. But the thing is, we're not used to MCS Anymore. this way. Which yeah. we haven't we haven't been there in almost a year. More than no, a more year. than almost more two than years. Two years. Almost two years. Almost two years. What was the last show? That uh, was Renaissance. Renaissance. Renaissance 2015. Wow shit. Yeah, almost two years. That's now. a long time ago. But one of the first things I felt was like, okay, I know it's hot, I know it's not the best venue for wrestling, but I actually miss yeah. going to Makati Cinema I, Yeah, yeah, so did I. I, I. I miss it in a weird way. <laughs> Mostly, you know, it's, it was home for a while. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I know you don't. I, 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 I have many frustrating memories. Yeah, no, 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 I agree. I don't really, really, really miss MCS, but some part of me does actually miss being there for wrestling. I miss book sale. I miss book sale. I miss Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. I miss Donuts. I miss, I miss I'm Jollibee I'm Jollibee Nihon that's my combo so in, so in Jollibee and then sa baba, sa baba. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Right, right, right. We, we, we ate there once yes yes yes, yes. no no I, I miss I miss the different places you can go there it's so much more dynamic than most of the PWR venues that we've uh, that we've used actually yeah since. it's nice to have a show in a mall it's nice to have a show in a mall but that ring by God all right, no, no. <laughs> well, what we're gonna do here is so we're, we're gonna lay it out right now. Uh, Kamos and I are actually, you know, as y'all know, are affiliated with PWR. So 
the reason why we brought Anthony here is so that he can, you know, review the show without... As objectively as human as, as possible. Yeah, as objectively as, as possible. possible. We will have, you know, Camus and I have our own observations about the show. We will try to keep in check just because, you know, journalistic integrity. Yes. And all that. This is why we get other people to review PWR shows. So we're only doing the same for MWF because it is fair. That's true. Fair treatment here. Yeah, so uh, we'll let Anthony take the lead in the whole in the whole uh, review process. So it's up to you whether you where, where you want to start, whether you want to start at the okay. top or the bottom, or so you know, or, or, or what do you want to start with. So, what yeah. do you want to start? With? J- just so we have some semblance of structure and para madalina rin sa atin, Let's just do it from the very beginning to the end of the show. Okay, right? but I do have a question. Aesthetically, okay. how did you feel about the way that they set up MCS? That MWF set up MCS. Okay. In terms of what I saw, yes. Immediately, first thing, thank you for the smart Henry graphic, MWF oh. graphic. You tar- mean tarpaulin? Tar- tar- yes, the tarp. The tarpaulin that we did not quite expect. bargain for. <laughs> like, oh, guys, you have a tarp here. Thank you so much for that. that can we have that for our Christmas that party? For Christmas party. <laughs> I actually asked them about it. MWF, and let us know. Hit us okay. up on the. We'll app. pay. So if we have to. with regards to the overall feel or the yun nga, yun aesthetic ng show. Aesthetic. Uh, I like it. Okay? okay? But then again, I'm a fan of the gritty, underground, CD-looking fight shows. Like Lucha Underground. So seeing a gritty, warm, uh, not as sanitary as it can be, Makati Cinema Square. Okay. I actually to like be fair, it. the lighting at MCS, the the boxing area, was really good. I it's mean, like, better. You know, one, it's, it's an improvement. Yeah, no, they didn't turn on all the lights, kase. So they actually, turned on one spotlight above the, the ring. Spotlight. That's actually what's hot in the oh, ring. Okay. That, that's what makes it hot, actually. So it looked good at everyone, for sure. Lalo na ng gumabina. Yeah, I'm excited to see the videos actually. Paglabas nila. Uh, although since we're talking about the background stuff, muna about yeah. the actual wrestling, I will say this. The sound system was pretty bad. Okay? It left a lot to be desired. I know the guys there know this. I know MWF knows this. But yeah, hopefully that's something that can be improved. Because several points throughout the card, different matches, I kept asking Silaro, What did that guy say? Okay? I don't understand it. I had to keep backtracking. So, Kayo, did you find that odd? Did you find that know? Uh, to, no, I, I actually didn't expect, or I don't quite remember the sound system being that shitty. It wasn't like the times. Yeah, that we back, did, yeah, back when PW was holding a show, it wasn't that bad. I right? did work the audio booth for a while, oh. and then it it was bad. It was bad before. It was but bad, but it wasn't that it wasn't unintelligible. Yeah, it were. wasn't inaudible. It was to me, pero then again, I might be hard of hearing because. Well, so, that's also a possibility. Yeah, pero even something like announcing where the guys were from, mm. or yung build weights nila, or even their names, I had hard time because it was very. Ano yung tamang term for that? Yung quality nung sound nila. It was nila. crap. It was inaudible. It was inaudible. inaudible it was, okay, the thing with that is that what I think happened is that the old speakers that they were using just didn't register as well anymore because. It gets to the point with the wear and tear of old speakers. That's why you get the blown out speaker effect. Ah, okay. It, it sounded like they were, you know, talking from underwater. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's one of the things that happens. Now, it either, has been almost two years. Now. Yeah, na parang we don't know how much more punishment that that audio system has been through because 
when you turn on an audio system at max volume and you keep it going for that long eventually eventually it's gonna give out it happens in the in the gig venues all the time so I've seen like we've seen Sagiho flip over their audio completely every six months and that's almost nightly so sayang alright what about the, the the whole way the, sh- the show was you know handled okay okay so just so everyone just about knew, the just so yeah. everyone had an idea. Uh, the show was built to start at four p.m. 4 PM. Yeah, uh, we were there pretty Quite early. early. Three, we were there three thirty, no? Three yeah. thirty after eating. So we were there three thirty at Neon Bashite. At Neon Bashite. Shout out and to Neon Bashite. Around four oh five, they announced that we'll be starting at four thirty. Oh, right. there, there's a picture of me circulating around the internet. <laughs> Where I am caught by Hub Pacheco sleeping on my in my chair. You know why? That's because the show was then moved to four thirty. So okay. you know, might as well. It's fair. Yeah. Get on. some shut eye before yeah. the Wala show. Yeah. Dunkin Donuts. To be uh, no, to make it clear, no, to make it clear to the MWF guys, I was not sleeping in the middle of the show. Actually, <laughs> this is pre-show. Yeah. So I wasn't. I would not sleep through a wrestling show, guys. Yeah. We and don't. We don't. If unless it's like then, seven in the morning. If Rodin, I would at least try to wake him yes. up. Yes. Because I was yes. behind him in that picture. No, you were it was in... before the show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. No disrespect. Yeah. I, I wasn't sleeping during the show. <laughs> just to make it clear. Okay. Anyway, so we waited for half an hour. And then the show finally started with an announcement or a welcome. A welcome. From... Which, which is fair because, to be honest. It's the first show. It's the first show. You need context. I mean, yes. if Dario Puerto can do it, so should everyone else, I guess. What is Mike's official name? Okay, so the commissioner of MWF <laughs> is called Mike Shannon. Mike Shannon. Okay, Mike Shannon. Wow, way, way to kill this kayfabe over there. No, I'm just like, no, because it's just Mike. Mike, I knew it was Mike, Mikers? Mike, okay. Sh- Mike. Mike Shannon. Basically, Mike, Mike Shannon. Shannon. Commissioner, Mike Shannon. Shannon. Commissioner Shannon. Welcomed everyone to MWF. And he told us what the goal was that they've been doing or planning this for so long. Finally, it's happened. Finally, they're here. And that their goal is to become... Uh, correct me if I heard this wrong. Their goal is to become number one. Yeah, in yeah. Southeast Asia, and you know that's a noble yeah, goal. That's, that's fine. A, that's a that's fine. Goal. That should be everyone's goal. Exactly. Everyone should be striving to be number one. So, from the get go, we at least get the idea that okay, MWF, they want to shoot for the stars. Yeah, so that's something we can appreciate. Yeah. No, if you're not, say, if you're not, what the hell are you doing here, right? Exactly. What? No one is trying to be number two. <laughs> okay? No one wants to be shit. <laughs> okay, there we go. No one wants to be. So shy. anyway, after the warm address from Commissioner Shannon, we had our first match, the very first MWF match, and it was between two of the guys who I'd say we knew more of compared to everyone else on the roster. It was between the Urban Ninja, Ninja Ryujin, mm-hmm. and the fabulous, and I quote from the announcer, "Walang kasing astig, Fabio Makise." Okay, very quickly. To get the two guys who have pro- who had promo videos out for the curtain jerker made sense to me. Same, yeah, it made sense to yeah. me because like I have context. I've seen what these yeah. guys do, what they're about, and then the yeah, f- very first sense. thing, yes. the very first thing that we're gonna see from MWF is these guys. Very good job on that. Yeah, it builds familiarity. You know, these were the guys who were being hyped up before the show, so these are the guys you're going to first see. So the match was basically the arrogant or. Uh, Mayabang, na si Fabio, 
against the I don't know what to quite say about, about Ryujin. Ninja. Why? Okay, well, okay, he's a ninja, so he's mysterious. But uh, my ninja, <laughs> <laughs> my ninja. But yeah, so mostly my main takeaway from the match was that Fabio Makisig is pretty arrogant. We knew that before. Yeah, yeah the that, show. But to the show. now that was the moment wherein I said, "Okay, this guy is really, really full of himself." Okay. And the you know what gave it away? What? When he approached our friend MVJ. Oh right, right. And right. asked the guy how much he paid. To which, of show. course, MDJ, being the smart Henry representative, said, Wala, "Libre, libre." Because, because honestly, the guy. The guy was working with us to put out the review after. <laughs> I, okay. he, he had a badge, right? MDJ no. had a badge. Yung, ano, yung, yung pass? Yung, yung pass? Yeah, he did have he a did media have a pass. pass. Pero natawa ko that of all the people he asked, he asked he MDJ. the guy who got in there for free. I don't know if that was intentional. I don't know if it was not. But I still found it funny. It was. It was. Right? So, how, how do you feel about the actual wrestling now that we get this? Okay, so I'm going to start this off by saying what I generally felt about the MWF show, which was that for the first show, it was good. Of course, there are things that improve, there are things that could have been done better, which we'll probably which we'll talk about. Get into. But for the first show, it was a nice effort. Okay. Do I want to see more moving forward? Definitely. Okay. I want to see how they evolve. I want to see how they grow. But, okay. Kamos, no match na yon, what were the things going through your head? Okay. Okay. With me being a wrestler in training as well, I saw a lot of things go fast. Which go was fast. Na parang the spots that they had, when, it, when they went, were fast and good. And they hit. Okay. Like, I would say, when, when Ninja... Sorry, it's, it's hard to say Ryujin. Okay, Ninja so Ryujin. When Ninja Ryujin hit his stuff, it was there, but it wasn't as impactful as, as I'm used to seeing. And mm. I wish, you know, that's one of the things that when you watch it, when you watch it back on tape, like which I have a good feeling they're going to release eventually, you'll see that sometimes it wasn't as crisp. And, and as well as with Makisig, both the guys didn't hit as crisply as we're used to seeing. Okay. But apart from that, there were the spots, the dead spots when they were transitioning. That's what got to me. That's okay. what got to me. Yeah. Uh, there were some points kasi in the match where, okay, Fabio was know, reeling from a hit and then Ninja was just staggering. there. Standing there or staggering there. Na parang it's, I think they just need more match time down the road. But when they get to that, when they have more ring time, you'll see that the transitions will be a bit more fluid. All right. Let me ask you this as someone who doesn't actually wrestle. Is that something you learn with time? Yes. Okay, there it's we go. It's called ring IQ. And it's basically you needing to know what to do inside the ring at all times. So, so you hit someone, then you have, to, you have some time to kill between the next spot. And it's up to you how to fill it properly. Yeah. That... That is how you get rid of, you know, all the standing around. It's weird. Okay. Because sometimes, sometimes, like, for when when Ro and I go in the ring, like, there will be times that you do blank, but mm, you transition true. to something. <clears throat> no, you, no, you know 
what you have to do as a character, as a wrestler in the ring. Okay, yeah. you don't know what you're going to do next, so we might as well make it up. Yeah. Right? Run the guy. Pull him to the corner. Put him down. Pin him. Pin him. Mm, okay. Things like that. Give him a, a headlock or whatever. It's small things. It's the small things that become big things. But that, that, that stuff is really hard to master unless you have a lot of experience. Unless you, you know, start gaining a lot of experience day by day, week by week. And I think the, the thing here is that with, for, for Fabio and Rujin's first match... Uh, for the first ever PWR match in PWR in front match. Of, uh, sorry, MWF. MWF. Wow. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, a few moments later. Wrestling Federation. MWF. We met MWF. We met Sorry, my bad. No, my bad. My bad. That's my bad. Force of habit. Yeah, force of habit. It's yeah, it's first, it is the first time we've actually reviewed an MWF That's show. True. So okay, we always talk. So, so the first ever MWF match. It was what they did was more of a choreographed martial arts movie like match than a proper than more of a proper wrestling match than what okay. I used to see. So I think it should have been that laid out first. It should have been a lay. It should have been them demonstrating that they can actually perform a pro wrestling match. And if not, someone else should have been the, the opening match. Okay, that's true. Uh, in terms of opening matches. Because for me, they're supposed to be the things that get you, you know, pumped up, you know, excited to actually yes. set the see bar. the whole show. Set okay. the bar. These are the matches that are supposed to make you go, okay, I want to see more. And for me, nagawa bayon ni Fabio and Ryujin, uh, not really. Okay, uh, I'll be honest. It wasn't the type of match that made me want to tune in more, but yun again, may mga things for improvement, kasi. Okay. okay. So, yeah. All so, right. So let's move on to the next match. Um, right. That's so clear then. The next match was actually built as their uh, young talent showcase. Right? Okay. So uh, these are the guys who just graduated or just came from their. Uh, is that clear, man? That they actually did graduate already? Um, yeah. Well, is actually, it obvious then? Okay, since you're on the show, right. you're already yeah. graduated. Uh, the term they used, known promotion, was this was a house of wrestling. Showcase. Right? So when we asked them about okay. it, it was basically there was a house. okay. These are the new guys. Nila. Okay. Uh, the, so young lions showcase. Young lions. Young guys showcase. Right. Okay. Okay. So the match was between Boises Liwanag and Hanzelo Silva. Right. Uh, so briefly, so you guys have an idea. Yes. Sino ba tong mga tao nito? Let's start with Boises Liwanag. Moises. I like Moises. I like Moises as yes. a character. As a character, a preacher character. There is so much potential for a preacher character yeah, in the Philippine yes, wrestling. Yes, okay? yes. Ang dami mong pagkukuhaan ng materials, ang dami mong references. There's right? so much good stuff. And I'm, I really found it funny that of all the references the audience went with, they went with Broad Beat. Alien. Alien. Yeah, no. It's, 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 no exactly. it's good. It's good because the audience getting smarty about it now, when it's appropriate... Is funny, and it works. That's true. And it's heat that can be generated. Right? So prior to the match, uh, Moises uh, cut a promo, right? Yes. So base it was your basic. Well, you guys need to be enlightened. <laughs> you guys need to see the light. I mean, his light. name is Liwana, after all. Yes. Kind of promo. So it established him as, you know, someone that we're not supposed to like. Mm-hmm. On the other hand. The, yung kalaban niya was Hanzelo Silva. 
Eh? Sige, describe Hanzelo in one word, Camus. What would he say? I can't even. Ro. I can't even. There's, there's, because young? He's, he was young. Yeah, he was well, a guy. of course, he was young. He's young, he's, he's a showcase. guy. He's a young, he's a guy. I don't remember too much about him as a character. Okay, yeah, uh, yun nga, one of the things that really stood out in this matchup was that you look at Hanzelo and you really can't remember anything compared to Moises Liwanag. The most thing I remembered about Hanzelo was that his shirt was brown. Or kakulay niya. Tan. Tan. Nude. Tan. So at one point, I actually thought he was not wearing a shirt. He was wrestling in skins. Pero, looking closer, hindi pala. Wow, that's harsh. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I'm sorry. Pero, yun, that's the one thing I remember. Right? Okay, so Pero, no actual match itself, right? talking about the match now, Hanzelo showed that fire. Yeah, I agree. Appropriate fire. And it was really good. He was a good student. Uh, him and Moises were actually decent in the ring. Uh, you, know, y- you know, grading on a curve, right? So, it was the first time they actually showed wrestling the whole show. It was the second match, <laughs> first time they actually wrestled. It was, it was, for what they were trying to do, it was decent. Yes. Right? Again, it's not perfect. It's not the best, but I liked what I saw, okay? Considering that they were branding these two as yung young guys. Yeah, nila, students. Uh, they actually... But that wasn't so clear during the show, huh? Yeah. I, I have to say students. that. Yeah, I have to okay. say that. that the, their announcer could have gone a little further with it saying this saying, was a house of wrestling house oh, of wrestling are you, are you saying this as a former PWR announcer is he <laughs> no you, you yes are. yes as a former PWR announcer that clarifying things at the start always helps the audience yeah. grasp it a nobody bit even nobody chanted one fall though <laughs> okay nobody, nobody chanted one fall it's there, so it uh, at the very least at the uh, fans were sort of into the match no? yeah yeah Hey, uh, Moises, Moises gives us something to get behind. Yes, exactly. No, you don't, you don't actually get behind it, but just something you understand. Yes. Uh, he's a preacher, and you know re- re- we are a religious country, and there's a lot of upside if he were to start the INC network, if you will. <laughs> INC network. So the much religious network. People there. Yeah. A That's a free idea over there. I- I- ILM. ILM. Iglesia mo liwanag maliwanag. What? Something that like that. I am. I am. Okay. I, anyway, moving on. Moving on. Who won this match? It was Hansel Silva with a shining wizard that I just got this today from MWF. It's called Bell Earth. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the reference is because you live in Bel Air. We're in Bel Air right now. We're in Bel Air right now. Actually. Wow. We're giving you know, away. Na it's it's fucking. Balai Kamus. Eh? Wow. So we haven't discussed. Yeah, but where? Which Bel Air though? Uh, okay. I think this is something that through time, when Hanzelo's character gets fleshed out, we might start to understand a little more. Which I hope right? we do, and hopefully they do because he's promising. He he's promised. a promising guy, and but I want the, to see more of it. The after the after match beatdown with Liwanag was pretty good. I'll okay, give it yes, I give it that. So it established to me Liwanag as someone you don't want to mess with. Someone you don't uh, credible heel, yeah, credible, credible heel. heel. You don't want to fuck around with him, and he at, he attacked Shelva after the match with a urinage, which we also found out was called Liwanag sa dilim. If you don't know what that is in reference to, uh, 
I'm out. I'm out if I don't. I'm out. Okay? So, yun. Uh, it's a song. And to me, I found it witty. Napangiti ako noon ako siya narinig because, well, this is a guy trying to show people the light. So, it makes hey, sense to finish yeah, right? hey. As you know, I like it. It's, uh, it's cliched, but it works. Yeah, it works, it works diba? Right? So, sige. After Moises yeah, Diwana, sure. after the House of Wrestling Showcase, we had a segment. A segment. Right? From... A, ver- a most interesting right? segment. So, Coach Gus Queens uh, is MWF's, one of their investors. No, apparently he's the CFO. That's Chief CFO Financial Officer. and an investor. Yeah, that's what he said. That's according yes. to his words. And so, apparently he's also a manager. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, basically, Gus Queens came out and, well, thanked the crowd for going there. Uh, one of the things that immediately uh, crossed my mind when Gus was cutting his promo was, okay, who's the boss? That's a good question. Sino yung boss sa kanila ni Commissioner Shannon? Yeah, one is a commissioner, the other is a CFO. Hmm. Who's the guy in charge? Potential tension there, but yes. still. Commissioner though. So if, if Mike Shannon is the commissioner, then he's probably the boss. And then... Uh, Mike Shannon moves the Mike Shannon handles the show. And then, and then, and then Gus, Gus Queens is probably just an executive who also gets in the ring. Like, like okay. Lynn McMahon or... Or Shane, right? So, yeah, so in WWE Triple H. Terms. Triple H. Okay, there you go. Uh, so, Gus Queens, in this whole segment, was nervous. I, I can tell. It's, yeah. it's really yeah. obvious he was nervous, Very it's fine. Which is fine. It's, it's okay. your first show. It's your first yeah, show. Right? I totally get that. And one guy even shouted out to him to not be nervous. That was me. Oh, that was you. That was okay. me, dude. We were sitting beside each other. <laughs> I just heard it. We all not thinking about it. So... What? Uh, <laughs> I was right beside you. I was behind Gus Queens, of course. But but the thing is that I have no, to. Bring I, up. I wanted him to not be nervous. It was all it right. Is, it's all right. It's all right. It's not. That's true. You know, if you're nervous, that means you care, and that means something. Like when when we see it, we know that it's like, bruh, we've been there. We know normal it. Normal. It's normal. Right. It's normal. But the thing with the thing that I have to do is pause. SGQ. What. Gus Queens wearing long sleeve elbow pads underneath the suit. <laughs> the tan mm, suit. The, the tan suit was a very good indicator that wait, this guy will get in the ring. Functional tan suit, tall guy works. Okay, actually, very this nice is one touch. of the things that I didn't notice. God, Camus actually pointed out to me in the match that you notice he's wearing something underneath, and I was like, okay, what does that mean? He might actually. Fight. He might actually get in the ring. That didn't happen. That didn't right? happen. So Gus Queens finished talking to the crowd. He went to the back. He was proceeding to the back. Yeah, he made his exit. Um, what is the name? Do we have the name of the announcer? No, no. no. Okay. Announcer guy. Announcer, announcer guy, in red. The announcer in red <laughs> makes the announcement for the match, and then Gus Queens doubles. He comes back. back. Surprise! I'm back, guys. So. Okay, I'm Because this match was Gig Striker. Geek right? Strikers match. Geek Strikers match against Rex, Rex Lawin, who heading into we did not really know much of right? mm-hmm. compared to the other guys. So what happens was that, okay, Giggs comes in, right? he introduces himself to the crowd, he's the last action star. Uh, quick lang, what do you guys think of that? Yung action Johnny star Cage and Jace is cool. I like it. Yeah, Johnny I like Cage it. I mean, cool. Geek Striker is one of, legit one of the talented guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the 
more talented up and comers because Mrs. Lucha and Robin Sane have more experience than anyone else on the roster. But yeah, uh, uh, Gig Striker can actually go. I yes. will say that. Yes. With a great gimmick behind him. Mm, I love the gimmick. gimmick. It's an action star. It's the cheesy f- action Pinoy movie hero. It's FBJ. It it's it's FBJ, basically. It's FBJ with Johnny Cage and just enough cheese. Yes. And, and, and hints of Robin Padilla. Robin Padilla. Okay, so yeah. It's uh, great. It's okay. great. So, Gig Striker came out for a segment and he came across Sigus Queens. Yep. Okay. Eh? Uh, you'll have to fill me in on this because I don't know. Uh, ito yung part na hindi ko masyadong marinig. Uh, they talked in mm-hmm. the ring. Yeah. Ba? It, it's as though they had history. Oh, uh, yeah. I, that's, okay. what, that's, what I, that's what I gathered, but I, it, audio system did not help in this case. Okay. So anyway, uh, yun, the implication was that they had history and Gus Queens comes out to actually introduce Gig Striker's opponent, Mr. Rex Lawen. Mm. Okay. So who is Rex Lowen? Uh, the commentator, I uh, know, not the commentator, the announcer. announcer billed him as Filipino, Filipino strong Filipino style. Strong yeah, style, yeah. Right? Filipino strong style. Uh, so he looks like one of those MMA fighters, yeah. you know. And immediately, one of the first things I thought about Rex Lowen was this was not a guy I don't, I want to see in a dark alley at night. Ayoko tong makita sa dilim. Uh, with no one else around us because he looks dangerous. He does. He, does. he looks well, really scary. Right? And that sold the character for me as someone yeah, you do not want to That's fine him. with me as well. Right? Yes. So, anyway, the match. The match. Right? So, Gig Striker and Rex Lawin competed. Okay, um, Camus, you mentioned one word when we were watching the match. Masakit. Huh? Masakit. Masakit panoorin. Bakit masakit? As a guy who has done... Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu has done very minimal Muay Thai striking in my life. Okay. And I've seen how to hit, how to hit, they were hitting right. Okay. Both Giggs and Rex. But when Rex was laying into Giggs on the outside, there was one particular stiff kick where his, his heel, like against the solar plexus, of gigs because gigs doesn't have a pro- as pronounced the chest. You yeah, can see yeah. okay. You could really see it go, mm-hmm. and then thud, and then I was just like, "Shit, that's bone." Mm. That's All not. Right. That's very very scary for me as a guy who knows that Muay Thai knees to the solar plexus are what end matches. They're painful. They're painful, and they're things that you do not wish upon other people. Okay, and in a wrestling context where we know that. You try to protect the person you're working with when you're working. That looked very unsafe. All right. So this match, uh, as you know, I was sitting beside these two guys, and throughout the match, I kept hearing the reactions. Right? They were reacting, "Ouch!" or like, "Oh!" It's cringing. Right? And they were cringing actually, and that actually also had me worried. I I don't know exactly why it was hard or it was painful, but uh, to me, it really looked. Painful. Mukha talaga siyang masakit. Yeah. Uh, strong style. Okay, yeah. Sometimes it has to be snug. It has to be stiff. But there is a way to do that responsibly. There is a certain kind... There's a certain part of the body... Certain parts of the body where you can hit stiffly and, you know, have it be acceptable. Yes. Because, like, there are times that you hit a guy 
you hit the guy and then five minutes later, no big deal. Yeah, for the most part, for the most part, uh, Rex did that, but there were also some some times that he was not doing so. It looked a little scary. Oh, okay. Like he was like he was gonna hurt gigs. That's all. Oh, and as as guys who who do this sometimes, me sometimes, row more than myself. It hurt. Ah, it hurt to watch. I, I thought you guys would say that because I was hearing you guys uh, cringe out in I don't know felt pain. Yeah, you, I think you were feeling pain for gig striker. Yeah, yeah I was. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you notice any thigh slapping? Nope. Nope. Shit, me neither. No. Shit, no thigh slapping, and you still heard the shots. So all those stuff we heard, they that's, actually that's like hurt. real. That's like real. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that stuff wow. is. You know, we see that all the time in NJPW yeah. and wherever there is stiff striking. But uh, man, at this point, cause when they do it, it's because they have honed their craft for a long time now. In this case, I'm not sure we can say the same. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the end of this match, yeah. Other right, other parts of the match, when I like uh, there's a power gig striker's <laughs> moveset. And yeah, gig has good moves. Right? Good. He, uh, he has what you call yung asentado, which is a sharp shooter. Sharp shooter. Yeah. And he also had shoot to kill. Shoot to shoot kill. To kill. Right? Um, which is one of my favorites. It, I, I love that. I love the name. I love the reference. And it just fits. You it's know? another. It's another OPM song reference. I like oh. them. No, I like them that that Giggs was savvy enough to uh, to shout the names yes, of his moves. Yes, yes. So it gives the crowd something to remember and get behind. It it gives us that idea. Now, okay, when he shouts "shoot to kill," ito yung mga yari. Uh. When he shouts "asentado," you know he's gonna lock him in the sharpshooter. Yep. And it builds familiarity because moving forward, people will now know or have a better idea of who Giggs is mm-hmm. and. What he does, okay? So the ending of the match saw Gig Striker win, mm-hmm. right? and it didn't end there. Mm-hmm. Rex Lowen attacked him afterwards, and uh, then, and then, okay, this is interesting because uh, Roe and Camus were talking to me throughout the match about this, right? So Gus Queens, uh, throughout the match, he was on the periphery. Champion, he was supporting Rex, Rex Lowen as his manager. As his manager. So, after the match, one of the first things Gus Queens did was raise Gig Striker's hand, you know, yes. as a way to sort of congratulate him or say, okay, good job, man, you won your match. And then, Rex Lowen attacked Gig Striker, and then Gus Queens was parang... Conflicted? Conflicted ba siya? Uh, well, he, wanted, he wanted Rex Lowen to stop attacking yeah, Giggs. So, he wanted Rex Lowen to stop because... He was uh, congratulating Giggs, so it made sense. And then suddenly, after Rex Lowen delivered the final blow to Giggs, he raised the he raised hand. Rex Lowen's hand. And to me, that was a moment of utter confusion. Parang, okay, ano nangyari? <laughs> Gus Queens, whose side are you on? Yeah. Siam. So, but, but at the end of the day, it's... What, the arc of Gus Queen so far has the most breadth of any <laughs> MWF okay, wrestler. Yeah, true. Because in one show, goes from face... Nervous face. Nervous face to heel-ish? Heel manager. Heel manager to... Uh, honorable, honorable face, face manager, manager. Congratulating the other guy. And then... Heel manager? Okay. Question mark? <laughs> 
Not sure, but still, it's it's something. Okay, it's something so, that yeah. Moving forward, we Gus need to understand and Rex about Gus. is something I want to see. Yes, I want I, I want to see it also. It's one of these arcs that is good, can be a source of tension within yeah. within the matchups, and best of luck to them. Yeah, and Shempre Gus Queens then. Uh, Again, if, he, if he gets in the ring, if he gets in the ring, I, want to, the ring, I also want goes. to see that. I want to see right? that too. So he's actually a pretty big. Uh, no, not big. He's a tall guy. He's a tall guy. He's a tall guy. Uh, at least six feet. At least mm-hmm. six. No. Yep. Alright. So that was the first half of MWF Live. Oh uh, no, MWF. Uh, MWF. MWF MCS. MWF X MCS. So Shempre, there there was a break. The 40, and, we've, we've already talked about yeah. the 45-minute intermission. So it's after too long. The, actually, I heard it was 4 to 5. No una. Ako rin eh. So Ako rin eh. I went from thinking, oh God, I only have 4 minutes to buy food and take a piss to wait, 45. So medyo matagal siya. Anyway, when we came back, it was another House of Wrestling showcase. Yes. Right? So this time, it pit Morgan Vaughn against Frankie... 13, right? Okay. So again, sino itong mga to? We're gonna introduce them to you in a bit. First impressions. Morgan Vaughn, campy supervillain a la Syndrome, Syndrome from The Incredibles. Okay. So if you guys don't know who Syndrome is, where, where was your childhood? Jesus. Actually, yeah. Number one, where was your childhood? Two, you don't have Disney Channel in cable. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Sorry, guys. <laughs> Go watch it. Go watch that movie first and then look for the YouTube bootleg of this match. <laughs> Wait, Morgan Vaughn, Morgan Vaughn, great costume. I love the costume. Love the yes. costume. Love the costume. Love the attitude. Very interesting to see. I love his gloves. And then you have Frankie Thirteen, who is in trunks. In trunks, came out with plaid, plaid, and a plaid polo was, tied around his plaid waist. Polo around his waist, and what was his shirt? A muscle was a band shirt, shirt? But muscle band shirt. I can't yeah. remember the band, but. It looks like something I've seen before. Before, yeah, it's a band shirt, no? Yeah, <laughs> a music rock band music shirt. rock band. Okay, if he's if Frankie is uh, punks, not dead. Yon, yon, yon. Not yon. sure, but let's see. Hey? Uh, okay, that's just aesthetic. Yeah. Just aesthetic. So anyway, the match was uh, between two of the youngest, no? Yeah, they look they very look young. The youngest they out look, of everyone we they saw. They look like. Okay, Frankie 13 looks like he could be 16. <laughs> okay. Frankie 16. Frankie 16. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, man. The guy looks 16. Morgan Vaughn also looked really young. So. Yes. I would say early 20s. At the at the best. But then when he started shouting out, is this some... What was it? What was it? Uh... Parang, do you guys want to see, see more something. of this? Do you want you to see, see something, something cool? cool? Do you want to see, you want something, to see cool? something cool? Okay, bakit? Uh, to me, kasi it came across as, you know that guy who tries so hard to be uh, cool? Cool. Not cool. <laughs> cool? Right? To me, yun yung impression ko sa kanya. Okay? Not that it's a bad thing. It adds character. Yun it ha? does. Pero at some point, I get what you're saying that it was hard Na to over get into. Eh. Na over it. Eh. It was one trick done too many times. Okay. Uh, to the point that the crowd turned on him. <laughs> the crowd, yes, the crowd it, turned on Morgan Vaughn. Who was going to be the heel here for? I mean, for real. To I'm begin not sure. I'm were not they sure. both face? Were they both heel? I think. I think by the end, Vaughn embraces inner heel. Yeah, yeah, he embraced it because well, the crowd turned. The on crowd him. turned on him, man. Eh? 
So, as but, for the wrestling match itself, it and, was solid. It yeah, was solid. Uh, prior to recording this, I was asking Camus, and he said that you know, out of all the four matches to date, or at that, that point in saw. time, this was so far mm-hmm. the most solid. Right, mm-hmm. Ro, what do you think? No, just up to that point. Up to that up point. To that okay, point. Up, to up to that point. point. Up to that point. Okay, that, that point. makes sense. Up to that point, is it? Uh, they were they started the match actually chain wrestling and like that was the first time we saw chain chain yeah someone trying to attempt to chain wrestle okay. the way they should because uh, it's a pro wrestling match so you should start out with some wrestling to begin with especially if the crowd doesn't know either of you so you have to introduce lay out, yourself you have to introduce yourself and lay out the fact that you're a wrestler by actually wrestling okay. that's a, that's most basic that Tenuto Samin so I'm, I appreciate that they did that. They started off with that, no. And to be fair, it was it, even though it looked like they did it because they saw cool indie wrestlers do it in the indies. That's fine. At least they they copy the right thing, right? Uh, to me, they they over relied on spots and you know cribbing a lot of moves. That's fine as well. Uh, it just shows now when you forget to do something. Something that you choreographed or scripted, it can easily, it easily shows when you suddenly pause and think about what you're gonna have to do next mm-hmm. or what you didn't do. That's, the, that's something again, that's uh, that's pretty much forgivable in your first match, but at the same time, they're gonna have to work on working. Yes. Okay. So, okay. Uh, how did this match end again? Uh, Frankie, Frankie thirteen one, right? With a double stomp. Yeah, that happened twice. Because yes. as I was saying, they they were following a script, obviously, and something went wrong, so they had to do it again. So, yeah, I, I also got word from MWF that Frankie 13's double stomp finisher is called the Angel Bullet. Okay. Right? Uh, Finishing back, with the Angel it's a cool Bullet. Name. Cool no? name. It's a cool name. Right? It's, a punk, it's, it's a punky name. Yes, It's actually. a punky name. I will give so, it that. moving forward as well... Uh, these are guys I want to see grow. I do want to see these two guys. Yeah. Because if Morgan Vaughn... Do? It's like... Because that's, that's my thing, eh? Morgan Vaughn... Do? Morgan... Oh, okay. No. Morgan Vaughn... Morgan Vaughn... Continues to embrace... Continues to embrace this heel. This comicish heel. I'm not calling him comical. I'm saying comic book styled heel. Comic book heel. I want to see that. Yeah. And Frankie 13, for all intents and purposes, has a, has a good character to work He's, with just... We need to see more to get that fleshed out. I'd be willing to see that. Yeah, but uh, immediately there, I saw his, I mean, his spunk. Yeah? Spunk. Yeah, the energy. Spunk. So moving forward, that could be something uh, we'd love to see. The okay. energetic guy. He's a bit lanky. He's uh, He looks like long an awkward legs, team. Long, long legs, legs no? Yes. But yeah, this is someone I want to see more of. All right. Moving on to the last main match. The main event, event of MWF. It was Mr. Lucha against Robin Sane in a Manila Rules match. Okay, just to start it off, Manila right. Rules is a little convoluted. So yeah, so we'll try to explain. No, it's not convoluted. It's actually no, because, not. No, because when I know it 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 shouldn't be, but when I was coming in, okay. I didn't I, I'll admit this, I didn't do my research about Manila Rules. Okay. The exposition that was given to so, me was that it would be four rounds, five minutes Somewhere about that. Right. So actually, balik tad siya from balik what tad you said. Na, it's five, five minutes. Uh, four minute rounds. Four minute rounds. Of five. Of five. five. 
So five rounds. Five four rounds minutes. of four yeah. minutes. Okay, there we yes, go. There, there we go. Na, I, I, uh, parang, I was like, when it got to the fourth round, it was still at, I was like, wait, wait what? Tapos na ba? That's why because because the well, we'll get we'll get to it. But I, so, it was like it got uh, to me. One of the things that wasn't explained to us were the other rules or the more important rules in the match, like. What happens if there's a draw? It goes to time. Does someone win, or is it considered a draw? That's Some something that, that can yeah. be worked moving forward, forward, no? And then at the same time, can you get multiple pins in a round? Yeah. What happens? What if happens you pin if you take... someone say in the first minute of the first round? No, tap. Di pala na. Panalo na. It's like it's like boxing. If you KO someone in the, in the first round, then it's, it's, it's over. It's over. Ah, okay. Okay. All right. so, okay. Anyway, you're literally trying to win within you know the five the four. <laughs> the five rounds. Five, five rounds, rounds. Four right. minutes. Four minutes each. Right? Uh, so okay, uh, what did you guys think when you first heard na ganito yung format niya? It's an interesting concept. It's, it's an, an interesting concept, concept. But to me, I, I felt like it was a way to uh, to get around, you know, conditioning issues. Okay. Uh, uh, there was a lot of water drinking in between. Yeah, us. yeah. Uh, that's fine. I I don't, I don't begrudge them drinking water. If you can drink water in the middle of a match, why not, right? Great. But it kind of, to me, because it inherently says something about what you, how you, how you are. Like, mm. if you can't wrestle an entire match in a row without having to stop, without having to stop for breaks in between, there's something, uh, there's something you need to fix in your, in, a, in your conditioning. That because it's, it's not how. It's not how things are done all, all over the world. Even in in the UK, where they got this idea from, they don't even wrestle in rounds anymore. Yeah. Hey, so uh, let's try to. Uh, but but uh, sorry, sorry. Go go go. Uh, while while I still have the thought in my head, uh, even then, despite that that concern with the rounds format, I thought it was a nice way, a, a nice concept that could have been, that has a lot of potential for telling a different kind of story in the ring. Yeah. Yes. It's promising. No? There's, the something to be itself. there's something to look forward to. Now about the match itself. Right. So the match, yun nga, uh, there was, to me, an isang uh, takeaway from that match was there was a, definitely a story. For me, the early rounds were really about uh, trying to get a feel of each other. And to me, the one thing that stood out, at least no round one and round two, was that anything Robin Sane could do, Mr. Lucha could also do. Yes, okay. and and the size difference was and very the pronounced. size difference when you factor that in, it painted the picture that Mister Lucha was the favorite. He yes. did the same things, or he could do the same things as Robin Sane, while at the same time having the size and the bulk that Robin Sane did not. Okay. Eventually, nung, uh, when we got to the middle part, rounds three and four, we started to see Robin Sane fight back. Yes. Right? We started to see just how Robin Sane could win the match. And I liked it. I liked that idea because building Mr. Lucha as the favorite or yung, the guy with an advantage. And Robin Sane eventually showing, okay, this is how I'm going to win. I liked it. Okay. But I, okay, technically, both guys have something going there. Yes, definitely. They are, they are I would say, to. Very technical wrestlers. That That's true. They have they have the technicality to them. The movement was fluid. The movement was fluid, and it worked. It worked for all intents and purposes. The match for me worked. 
Yeah, same. Bro. Sorry. <laughs> Overall about the match. Between... Oh. The tech, because I just said that they were very technical about the way that we went about things. And the high spots... The high spots were good. Uh, yeah, the high spots were great. Uh, I could see why that people had a lot of fun watching this match. Uh, watching the first 450 and that Sami Zayn flip over the top rope great was something stuff. to be said, for sure. Uh, and I think Robin Zayn is... Uh, is a really promising star that they have. Like, they should be building the company around that guy. Uh, one of two people, uh, no, one of a few people who should be, you should be building around. But Inya, um, to me, and this is weird because I think the the Manila Rules format was structured in a way that allows for some some rather tight writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it didn't feel like they knew exactly how to maximize the the rounds format. Now. By the time we were at the fourth and fifth rounds, it didn't. It still didn't feel like people were trying to win. Yeah, parang kulang sa desperation. Now there's there's always like, the this. match is almost over, y'all, and you're not trying to hit big moves. Yeah, or to pin. Yeah, because it's like if you get to if you if you think of it from an MMA perspective, if you hit round three in a championship match and you're still 50-50, do something to put it in to your put advantage. it no, not just to put it in an advantage. To put the doubt out of the minds of the judges in MMA, but in this case, do something to get a pin, a submission. Yeah. Because yeah. that's gonna help you into the next round. And to me, you don't even. Ha- I don't think you even have to be a student of psychology to know this because uh, it's it's what would you do in a match like this? You ha- you know there's a time limit. It's not like you're in a traditional match now. You can stretch it out for as long as it, as long as you can go. Uh, some of the matches had actually actually had time limits, but. Uh, uh, nobody was. They didn't come really, into play. Yeah, they didn't come into play. Nobody was really keeping track. So this was this was the only match where time was literally of the essence. Yes. So to me. Nakulangan. Yeah, yeah. And parang uh, it, it was present at some points where like Robin Zayn tried to hit a big move before the round ended. And the four fifty was four fifty. Yeah, yeah, that, that was the four fifty. Right at the buzzer. Mm-hmm. Right at the buzzer. And it didn't feel like a finish because that clearly wasn't the finish, right? Yes. And that well, that spot to me made sense because it was him trying to finish it off, and yes. the fact that it was saved by the bell was actually a pretty good, uh, very nice device. It was pretty nice good move, device. Yeah. Yeah. That was what they needed to do more of, uh, more more moments like that yeah. in a match like that. Okay. And it just it was just sad that they had all this time to plan it, I guess, and it didn't seem like it was something they were going to do. Yeah. So end of the match was a Death Valley driver. That's Valley Driver, right? Yeah, yeah. Guess what, what it's called. What is it called? Anthony, I'll let you say it. No, I'll let you say it. Fine. You can say it better. It's called the DVDX. <laughs> DVDX. Especially Whoa. where the show was. Shit. Considering where the show was. Not just that, not just that. That's another OPM song reference. Yeah, that's, it's an OPM song reference. <laughs> and it's a, in the pop culture reference. MWS finishers are pop... God, I love this organization's love yeah. naming of things. Witty. Sobrang witty. It is. Eh? Anyway, so Mr. Lucha won with a Death Valley Driver. Mm-hmm. And Valley driver after X. the match... Is it Death Valley Driver X? Yeah, I, I suppose. suppose. <laughs> right, fine. Death <laughs> Valley Driver X. And then after the match, there was your show of... Respect. Respect. Yeah. Because, uh, mutual face, though. Right? It was mutual uh, face. No one was really being the heel in this match. So it was nice to see these guys shake each other's hands and congratulate them. After the um, after first, the first show, been, after the first, I would show. say that uh, this match was actually the first time people had any, 
you know, had any legitimate personality inside the ring. Like Giggs was acting out a gimmick. Yes, that's a that's a per, some sort of personality. Okay. Better. Uh, this match was the only, I think, the only match in the whole card. And, uh, people were they, they, the the people in the ring were actually telling a story with with an entire arc. Yes. You know? yes. So they started out as friends. Robinson got frustrated that nothing was happening, no matter what he did. And then he got frustrated. He goes for his big moves. Yeah, goes for his big moves. And then at the end, uh, once the whole match is over and they had like you know the post match high, uh, they were they were all friends again. That's fine. That's actually the first it's a time. Nice, it's a nice thing. The first time they told a story with their personalities in the ring. So yes, that's the end of the show. Okay. How do you feel about like if you're going to go? Yeah, to you, grade, you don't know. You will have the final say. You'll have the final okay. say on this. On a scale of 1 to 10... 1 to 10? That's a lot. 1 to 5 to them. Okay, 1, one to, to 5. 1 to 5. Where would you put this debut of MWF? 1 to 5. 1 to 5. 3 point... See, so you get 1 to 10. <laughs> one, wow! <laughs> okay, 1 to 10! If I would say 3.5, it's like 7 out of 10, right? Let's okay. uh, go with the one to ten. Yon, okay. so seven out of ten. Okay? Uh, bucket seven out of ten. There were things that, of course, obviously needed to be improved or it could have been done better. But okay. as far as a first show goes, okay. as far as the very first show of your wrestling promotion goes, I liked it. Okay. I didn't expect something perfect, champa. I didn't of expect uh, A plus six star. Kenny Omega Okada style wrestling, but which no one should expect out of no Filipino one wrestling expect right that. now. That's true. Mm-hmm. Right now, Filipino wrestling cannot do six stars. Okay. So maybe two. Yeah. As far as first show goes, yeah, okay, also uh, Do I want to come back to the next show and watch it? Yes. Okay. To see how these guys grow and evolve, Champer. What about you? Oh, no, no, we're, 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 yeah. we're, we're giving that to you. Yeah, you're you're the final say. say on the show. You are the you are the main reviewer of the show on this That's show. Fair. So. Say that. Thank and you for guessing. Again, one thing, Siguro. Hopefully, the kinks that we mentioned earlier, the sound system. Basically, the kinks you can fix. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think easily get fixed. Yeah. Right? Uh, get a new sound system, find some other way to talk uh, on the mic, but hopefully that gets fixed. Right? Okay. Because when people start hearing how you talk or your dialogues or your promos, people will start to understand your characters more, siempre. All right, real quick to end the show. Thank you, Anthony, again for reviewing MWF and talking wrestling with us. But to it's end the show, always a pleasure. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. Finally, <laughs> we, we, hashtag Anthony for podcast. We need you for Anthony returns to podcast. Yes. Okay. Take it All right. Uh, let's just end it with our perfunctory picks of the week. Real quick, Anthony, you go Shoot. first. I was gonna say. No, he's okay, the guest. He goes guess. first. You go first. Pick of the week. Yes. Uh, it just happened this morning. Okay. Triple threat. Damn. AJ Styles, Sanzane, and Baron Corbin. That's why I have I have my own pick of the week. <laughs> my pick of the week, Shibata no. versus motherfucking Okada, Dai Okada, Dai. I would have picked that if it wasn't so frustrating, actually. <laughs> so my pick is TJ Perkins versus Jack Gallagher. Uh, it's a return to form. It's like the most, the closest we'll ever get to an Evolve match in 205 Live. Yes. So actually, yes. Still watch it. Actually, still watch Evolve. It's still good. Yes. Even if you're So that's it for picks of the week. And that's it again, for the show. Once again, thank you to everyone who's listening, who clicked download, who clicked play, who wants to know about, you know, what we thought of MWF. Uh, where can we get. Uh, do, do they want to speak to you? Do you want to speak to them on social media, Anthony? 
Sure. Uh, just uh, leave a comment on the Smart Dealers Filipinas podcast okay. post. All right. I'll be watching. All right. Sorry, You're sorry, Stan. Stan's thunder. <laughs> I just hey. stole your line. You know, Guys, he's been gone say one that. week. Does he even still say this? <laughs> Mr. C? Yeah. I'll be watching. He, he hasn't said it in a yeah, while. Yeah, he hasn't said it. He made it. He made it a hashtag. He's eh. tagged it. Eh. So yeah, anyway, just leave a comment on yeah. the usual posts. I'll find a way to comment. No, yeah. We, we'll be there. He'll yeah. be there. All right. Uh, so on behalf of Stan, who is not here, at underscore Stan C, for Camus, at Caveman Camus. At Rowas War, that's me, and you can contact us on our main account at the SGP Podcast. Thank you once again. Tonight, we are out of here. Happy Holy Week. Don't get yourself crucified. Good night. <laughs> Please don't. Peace. Goodbye. Good night. Thank you for listening to the SGP Podcast. To get more from the voice of the modern Filipino wrestling fan, go to www.smarkhenry.ph. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.